What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Doom Men podcast, A Slice of Doom, volume number three. I am joined, as always, by one third of the Doughboys, Jimbo the Kid from the Last Slice podcast. What's going on, brother? How you doing? What's going on, my man? How's everything? Good, good. Uh, you are looking like a Sith Lord over there in your, uh, in your lair with your, yeah. with your shrine to Biggie Smalls. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, enjoying, I- I'm enjoying it. Ahead, Can I just show it, you go. something real quick? I know this is the intro of your show, but I want to show you how ridiculous this thing is. Show, so I me. ordered this off of Amazon, right? And it's Biggie. It's a small little thing of Biggie, mm-hmm. but it's so bad that I think it's hysterical. Bring and I'll ship it back. It, look, the det- it's so bad. It's it's not even what I ordered, but it's the funniest. It doesn't even look like him. It's it's you know? so bad that it's good. It's yeah, you know what I mean, so, it's it's funny. It's, that's how bad it is. But hey, you know, it's it's like uh, you know, I you know me, I love my uh, Funko Pops. That's yeah. not a Funko Pop, but that's pretty hysterical. <laughs> Maybe next time we do a podcast, a popcast, we'll bring yeah. that and we uh, we'll <laughs> laugh about it. So uh, so what's going on, man? I, I I know we are going to talk about some funny topics today. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you sent me a little list of uh, news stories and things going on. Some of them legit made me laugh pretty hard before we even got to this. So I'll let yeah. you uh, I'll let you DJ. You pick what we want to talk about and let's let's get into it. All right. So um, let's talk about something that's not even being covered at all. Like uh, I don't see it as much. Maybe that's because I don't watch the news like I used to or I don't watch cable television. Like I used to. Yeah, neither do but I. The Olympics is going on, and I have no idea what's going on with it. I don't know who's winning. I don't know this. It's not even being covered. Joe Rogan's being covered more than the Olympics, right? Um, but have you been seeing any of the pictures that have been coming out from Beijing where the Olymp- Olympians, where they're like doing their sports? Like one is, I think it's skiing um, competition, is next to a nuclear plant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I saw this picture and I mean, it's pretty it's pretty bizarre. Right. You sent me the article, actually, that I was looking at. And in that article, it actually said I thought it was a nuclear power plant, too. But um, it actually was some sort of old industrial park. uh, And and the towers, like the cooling towers, they look exactly like out of Springfield from uh, The Simpsons. Right. Like Mr. Burns nuclear power plant. But it's not. Apparently, it's some sort of steel uh plant or something like that and yeah i mean i it's bizarre that they chose such an ugly dystopian looking place to do like the downhill ski luge yeah or whatever it is it just looks so so weird yeah and what's funny about that is china's pretty big right you couldn't find any other location (laughs) to put this you have to put it next to a call of duty map you know, it's, and like, you know, and here's my next new town, right? Whatever yeah, it is. like yeah. exactly. But instead they of putting in Verdansk, bro, it's in Verdansk. It's Verdansk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it literally it's the map rust. It, it it could be the map rust. Like, it, I don't understand why they couldn't just go to a snow mountain, snowy mountain 
and just yeah. put it there. And actually, you should know. They made a whole fake whatever. Let me not get into you know how they go about their thing. But I have a little conspiracy theory here. Oh, all right. Interesting. I think yeah. it's planned, right? I think that they just don't want people to procreate anymore. These Olympians, right? So these Olympians are the gold standard of sports in their craft, right? I think they're smart. They're just going. They putting them into. You know, it's a steel thing. It's a steel area. No, it's not. It's a nuclear power plant. That's what I think it is. And they're using this so that the Olympians can't have kids. You know how horses, you have these thoroughbreds and they breed. They don't want people to breed no more at all. You know, and I don't get into conspiracies, but I have a feeling that this is how they dwindle down the competition. So you think they're so like they start uh... to dwindle. They're irradiating people that are that are going to this downhill ski. I'm loops. pretty sure they're injecting um, their Olympians with iodine. I think iodine fights. Uh, yes, it, it uh, makes you resistant uh, for a short period to, of time to exactly. uh, radiation. <clears throat> yeah. You know, so I'm a, I think that that's what they're doing. That's their plan. And they're not trying to tell you their plan, you know, but that's they're smart. They know how to play the long game, you know. Funny, you're not the first person today who came to me with a uh, conspiracy theory about the Chinese Olympics, right? Somebody else yeah. that I was talking to today uh, mentioned the conspiracy theory to me that the whole everything going on at the Olympics um, is basically a ploy by the Chinese Communist Party where they are capturing the DNA of the uh, Olympians there. This way they could use it for a cloning in the future and uh, like CRISPR, like gene CRISPR. I don't know if you've ever yep, heard of yep, that yep. before. It's basically like gene editing where you could kind of almost like create your own human. Yeah. Um, so this person was saying how, you know, maybe it's they're just capturing the DNA. This way they could get the best, most physically gifted athletes, people in the world. And then they could just CRISPR a whole nother group of them in the future or whatnot. You know, I mean, it was pretty, pretty batshit insane. I don't know about that. That's something more along the lines, maybe of captain. It's funny uh, to think that, you know, normally, that's what but, they're doing, but it's even, I just I wouldn't rule it out. Whole, I wouldn't rule it out. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't either. That's why I'm, I'm convinced that there's a plan. There's a reason why out of that whole real estate of China, they picked that one place to put their, you know, sports or whatever. Um, but I have a question for you um, regarding um, Olympians and there's um, a story that was uh, came out that I saw a couple of days ago, and I I just don't want to butcher her name, but um, Chinese figure skater Zhu Yi. Um, she pretty good. He did a good job. Proud of you. Yeah, I, I I hope that's the way you pronounce it. Um, but she has been uh, getting backlash, not from Americans, but also China, the Chinese citizens. Um, she basically gave up her American citizenship to uh, compete for China, and she failed miserably. She fell twice. Um, I'm not sure if she came in last, but she didn't win gold. And um, the Chinese athletes or the Chinese organization really pride themselves with their athletes, and they, 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 they have to win number one. Or else they're shamed, yeah, right? Essentially. So not only is she getting shamed from China, she's now getting shamed from America. Where is she going to go next? I don't know. The moon, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> dude? I mean, no, I, um, I, I, I guess I could understand maybe why she did it. Right. Because it's in China. Right. And, and she's Chinese. And boy, I mean, 
going over there and competing against your own countrymen under the flag of the United States on their territory. I mean, they probably would throw her off a building or something. I mean, they might throw her off one now anyway, just because she lost. But I, I yeah. guess I could kind of understand maybe she felt pressured or or whatnot. I, I'm, you know, she's a uh, what's his name uh, from the, the uh, revolution or the turncoat guy. I mean, she's she's Benedict Arnold. Ben, she's a Benedict Arnold at, yeah. at the end of the day for us. Right. You don't mm. um, I, mean, I guess she didn't renounce her citizenship or anything like that. Right. She just. No, she actually team. had to exactly? forfeit her her citizenship to the United States. Okay. Well, well then, to compete for, for China. Really, wow. That is uh, that that's is brutal. Extreme. That, that is very extreme, extreme measure. Yeah. yeah. You know what, man? Yeah, she's a Benedict Arnold dude. You know, they they are, I guess, we'd say the ideological enemy. Right. Along along with our own federal government. Right. In my opinion. But man, you've really fucking just switch sides to play for the other team. And the other team is not exactly a good a good team either. Yeah. And that and that's why she's getting backlash. It's like, you know, um, so my basically my question was originally, do you feel any type of um, do you think these athletes should be if you're born in the United States, you should compete for this country or should you just have free will and just be like, you know what? I'm going to go play for if you're German, I'm going to go play for Germany. or I'm going to play for Brazil. Um, or do you think that athletes, if they're born here and they train here, that they should compete under the United States? Yeah, of course. Right. I mean, look, I'm not a fan of the Olympics or what it stands for. It's it's basically like some sort of political event to begin with anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, right. If that's the spirit of the Olympics, it's, it's supposed to be, uh, countries and nationalities competing each other for the glory of the gold, right. And the, and the, the championship and whatnot. Yeah. You should play for where you were born, your, your nationality, not your ethnicity. You should, because America is a, is a melting pot of multiple, multi, multicultural, uh, multi-background place. But when you're born here, you are an American. So you should represent your country. Just like if, I don't know. Was she born in China? I, no, she was born in the United States. Right, she should be playing for, you know, look, I don't want to pile on. You know, she's got enough problems with the CCP. But, yeah, you should play for America. You should play for the place you're born. That's the whole purpose behind the Olympics. It's not like the NBA or, uh, you know, like the uh, soccer teams, soccer leagues, where you're getting paid to, you know, like buy a franchise and like a little private league. No, this is supposed to represent countries. So, yes, you should represent the country that you were born in. Yeah. It's only logical to me. There shouldn't be guns for hire in, in the yeah. Olympics. It's like uh, against the spirit of the games. Yeah. Like so I like she, it or right there, even for it. But yeah. So she was born in California. Um, and I, I have to agree with and this is a tough one because um, I know of someone that I went to school with. Um, played professional baseball. He was in the MLB for a little bit. And um, when they have the world, the world classics, I, uh, I think that's the baseball world classic. Yeah. The world. Uh, I think it's like every year or whatever. Um, I don't think he made the USA team, but he made the Puerto Rico team and mm-hmm. he competed. I mean, this is not the Olympics. It's kind of similar in the sense, it's similar he went to go uh, play spirit, for Puerto Rico yeah. or whatever. And, um, you know, and, and Hey, listen, he, he wasn't, I don't know. He didn't get picked for the United States, but you know, Puerto Rico was like, "Hey, we'll take you." And I mean, that's that's cool, and I can understand that. But like you said, uh, the Olympics is now a political thing, especially now it's being in China in Beijing, and after COVID, nonetheless, and China's going through this whole uh, human rights thing 
um, and a lot of people get given them backlash for it. Um, but even with that, that that should weigh on your conscience a little bit, though. No, that you're going to you're you're you're, you're giving up your citizen to the United States to go compete for a country that is, you know, f- taking Muslims and putting them in concentration camps and doing all these things and paying yeah, their I workers mean, nothing. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like, you know, you're, you're going to play for evil people, but at the same time, right. I'm not going to sit here and defend the United States federal government either. Right. Yeah. You see how I mean, how Absolutely. we already look at it though, how it's political. Like we, yeah. we think of it in terms of she's going to play for the Chinese communist party or she, the, you're going in ter- to play for the United States government in a way. Like it, it just, it's just looked at as political, honestly, for the most part. Um, yep. But you know, like we're just as bad been, be, Straight up honest with you, right? We are uh, how many Muslim people we've we blown up and, oh, yeah, uh, you know, needlessly in the wars in the Middle East. So, you know, am I, do I think what the Chinese, you know, party is doing to the the Uyghurs uh, is good? Of, of course not. Right. It's fucking horrifying. It's disgusting. But um, am I going to say that her going to play for China is is more morally wrong than her playing for the American team? If we're going to think of it in terms of like human rights abuses no, because our government is is just as bad in certain aspects as their government is. I mean, I guess we don't have camps right now, but we have drones that are blowing people up around the world. So, you know, yeah. what's worse at the end of the day? They're both equally as horrific. Yeah. And um, there was an article that I read also, too, is that a lot of the athletes are having an issue over in China. Um, I've seen I've seen pictures of, like, their food. It's It looks like prisoner, like, you know, like a United States federal prison ish standard issued 101 meals like it yeah, was well, I, I saw one it was like a square of i don't even know what like white gobbledygook mm-hmm. like a, a little tiny moldy piece of bread like one yeah. string bean and and uh and i don't even know dude it was awful looking yeah yeah it, it's it, it's but this is what communism looks like though no like everybody's gonna get the same thing here you go this is yeah, the best we can point. offer type of thing, right? Like, this is what happens. This is how it, it works, you know? And um, but the, the, and this is multiple athletes from different countries, not even the United States. Um, uh, there's an article from US Today, USA, uh, USA Today, that says, I cry every day. Olympic athletes slam food, COVID test, and conditions in Beijing quarantine hotels. Um, that's another thing there. COVID restrictions are crazy. So some some athletes are not being are not able to compete because of the restrictions mm-hmm. so god what a, what a like why like what an awful place why did any of you decide to go there i guess you want to compete in the olympics and whatnot but man they don't sound like very much fun you're gonna be fed you know garbage prison meals and you're gonna be sliding down luges in uh chernobyl and at the same time you're gonna be locked in your apartment building and then if you fail the, the Chinese Communist Party is going to throw you off a roof. Man, you really yeah. started this one off, Jamie, with the most miserable story you could possibly. Absolutely. Make. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> you know, going back to the point you made before about like yeah. communism and whatnot. I mean, China is different now than it, than it used to be. They, 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 they are still the Chinese Communist Party and they still subscribe to a, a brand of communism. But they're very free market, not free market. They're, 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 they're almost like fascists in a way where they the party yeah. and the corporations uh, work together hand in hand and they're not separate from each other in any way but like when you look at that um place that that ski luge whatever the fuck it was with the nuclear power plant is in that's like an old area 
right? And you could see like the vestiges of actual communist communism, like living in a communist society there. When you zoom out and look, it's just like gray buildings that are just squares. The ground is gray. Everything is just gray. Like that is what a communist society looks like. If you go and look at Chernobyl back in the day, that's exactly what Chernobyl, like the town looked like before the the, the, the power plant uh, melted down. So that's what it looks like. It's not colorful. It's not fun. It's just a gray, miserable wasteland. It's very dreadful. That's, yeah. It's yeah. like um, very dreary, gloomy. Um, yeah. North Korea is similar to that. Oh, yeah. um, so I've, I've watched concrete, videos of North Korea. You know? Everything is always just like a concrete gray. Every yeah, day. it's just dark, yeah. gloomy. There's no colors, like you said. In and also Russia looks like that. Parts of Russia looks the same. Sim, you know, if you're yeah. not in the capital, you're not in the um, the the where the Kremlin's at. It looks the same. It's just right. all gray buildings, no color. A lot of burgundy. I don't know why they like burgundy. Yep. And then if you go to like certain places in China, I've never been, but you know, I've seen pictures and seen videos and in, in like let's use Wuhan or let's use uh downtown beijing right those are colorful vibrant you know like uh 21st century modern places and and those places transformed rapidly since they started behaving more in uh like their economy started being a little bit more free market and capitalist fashion Uh, you know i i hate to bring the word up because what they are doing is not necessarily capitalist but even terrible or like even in terrible conditions, capitalism will improve the 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 just like the conditions of society to that gray gobbledygook fucking concrete town to Wuhan, which looks like a colorful, vibrant place. Yes. Uh, you know, during, you know, dur- at nighttime, looks like the whole place kind of looks like a gigantic uh, Times Square at nighttime. If you've ever seen a lot of these like metropolitan Chinese cities yeah. modernized now and they've re- they've grown and revolutionized in the short span of time like 10 20 years it's actually it's actually pretty amazing what the chinese people have built uh in their in their their downtown areas in some of those cities and with that doom nation we'll be right back after a few messages what's up everyone it's the two doom men and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours the patriot cigar company The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire, TNT, Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code DOOMED to get 15% off your order. So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. Um, I, I try to compare it to, I don't know if it's a good comparison, but I try to compare it to, um, SpaceX, um, and Elon Musk. So they got contracted by NASA and Elon took this company, this private company that's government funded and has done more testing, you know, ideas. And he's been delivering those things slowly 
but that's what happens when you have a private business focus on things and it, things are going to get done. There's no real bureaucracy involved mm -hmm. in it where it has to go through 30 different fucking people to get the job done. The right. job's going to get done because everyone's getting probably getting compensated well, you know, because money, that's all that happens. You get bonuses that people want to work harder. You have to achieve these bonuses to get it. And also, too, it's like it's pretty cool in, in, in the um, in that realm of trying to go to Mars, which is pretty cool. I, I like astronomy and I like following SpaceX like that. But that's pure capitalism right there. That's that's if it wasn't for capitalism, NASA would be dead in the water like before. Because they didn't weren't sending anybody up in space right. or trying to reach further than the moon or the space stations. So, yeah, capitalism follows the natural order of existence in the world, right? Which is, if you want to get shit done, you have to do shit. There's no such thing as, you know, everybody can just be equal and uh, you could just print money and hand it to everybody and, and whatnot. And you're, you're going to do this and you're going to do that by some central planner. That shit does not work. Right. There's fucking yeah. everybody's different. Everybody, you know, there's there's we are equal as humans in terms of like we should treat each other as equals, but we're not equal in terms of like your skill set, the amount of effort you put in, how smart you are. And I don't mean that in a, in a mean, bad way. That's just the fucking reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, capitalism will always work. Free markets will always work better, especially because there's a profit incentive Right. And, it, and it, can these companies be greedy and awful sometimes because all they're all they're interested in is profit? Yes, they 100 percent can. But nothing gets done if people don't have a reason to do it. When you have the government just tell you how to do everything, nobody gives a fuck because their paychecks guaranteed and it's just there's no creativity. They're not they're not putting any of their own skin in the game. So that's why Elon Musk has done a way better job with the SpaceX stuff than NASA was doing. Uh, in a shorter amount of time. And I guarantee you, uh, way more efficient, right? Like Elon Musk's uh, program with those rockets, like they the rockets land and they reuse them every fucking time. Uh, pretty sure like most of NASA's stuff, the boosters were getting flung off into, you know, uh, when they were launching and then the boosters were being dropped into the ocean and wasted. Uh, maybe they had a couple of reuse. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but it's just more efficient when it's done privately and, and yeah. profit incentive and, and budgets and whatnot are actually kept in mind right because yeah. you gotta yeah there's a goal there's a you're looking towards the future and that's that's your objective and that's and that's what you're trying to accomplish is hey i want to go to mars i'm funding it you know mm -hmm. nasa's gonna help out the government's gonna help us out but let's let's try to get there uh and then you know once you start proving yourself through testing then you get more funding from different people and it's gonna happen you know and that's what that's why it's so I guess when, because remember when we were like, oh, socialism, like we need to, this is, it's not a, it's not equal. Like it's not fair. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, we, we need to figure something out. Like, and that's why we we're going, listening to Bernie Sanders and stuff. And we agreed with a lot. He didn't have valid points, but when you get older, you're trying, you, you see like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's not going to work out too well. It really right. isn't. You you're need naive to be, when you're younger. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. You think, you know, the, the world's not fair, but when you start, working and making decent amount of money and you can see the progress and you're working hard to get bonuses and get uh, higher compensation you start to realize oh socialism is really I, I agree with socialist policies social like you know p 
police, firefighters, certain things like that. But with everything else, it should be a capitalist market. It, you know, that's the only a capitalist economy. Yeah. Because that's I, the I, only I, way work things are going to get done. Hmm. With a bureaucratic, socialist, uh, government-funded program, things never get done, bro. Right. You know, and perfect example is the MTA. The, the head of the MTA makes like $250,000 a year, maybe even maybe more. And how bad is the subway system? Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it's, you, it's, it's like the, the worst thing, disgusting in the thing States, ever. Yeah. You know, and these people are making buku amount of money. And there's no, there's no, have you ever seen a brand new subway? How much, how much is a, a subway right nowadays on the MTA? Oh, I would have, it's got to be like almost in, probably two seventy five, three dollars I could be wrong, yeah. but. Man, how many people ride it every day, right? A couple million. So they make at minimum probably 10 plus million dollars a day if everybody's paying $3, right? And there's a couple million people that, uh, riding. So yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, there's, there's maintenance fees and whatnot. But once you take away the incentive of if I don't make this thing better, my, pro- my business goes under. Yeah. It just it's a shitty run situation at the bare minimum. You know, there's, you know, putting oil on the uh, on the on the joints just to barely keep things running. There's mice and shit and everything all over the place. Yeah, man. A- anything with that massive bureaucracy it do- is not efficient, doesn't work properly. If you if you privatized the uh, the subway system, I guarantee you'd have better results uh, yeah. You know, out of it. It'd be cleaner, it'd be more efficient. The, the trains would be newer. They'd be on time more often because if and, and that's why New Yorkers have an issue every time they increase the the tickets. Right. It's like we're we're paying more money and there's nothing still being done. Mm-hmm. It just looks terrible. And for a country like us in this in a, in a city that's highly overtaxed beyond belief, you would think we would have a, a good structure, a good subway system. But we don't. It's terrible. Everybody has a terrible story from yeah, taking yeah. the subway in New York City. You know, it's not glory. And then you look at like places like Japan and their subway system and, and the way they operate things and get things done is like, where are we falling short? And mm-hmm. sometimes I, I just I think it's the money doesn't trickle down. They keep asking for more money from their paying customers. And the top person is wants more money. Yeah, I mean, you know, the board, the board, and it, they get they get the funds, they and, get and, it they're from, the, and they're the ones who keep advocating for. I know we don't want to get political, but they're the ones who keep yeah. adv- advocating for increasing the size and scope of their operation and the state and their and their government and everything, right? And 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 we want to go back real quick to what we we're talking about with Bernie before, how we thought, oh, you know, like some of Bernie makes some things Bernie says make sense, and still to this day, some things Bernie says make sense. But as you get older, as I've gotten older, I was started doing the podcast and doing more research and looking into economics, a little bit deeper of an understanding. I realized Bernie is naive, right? Bernie, maybe if you made a billion clones of Bernie and you put them in every like position of authority in the government. So the government was led by a whole bunch of Bernie's who are all somewhat moral men. I, I'll, I'll go and say I, I feel like Bernie Sanders is a moral man, right? Mm-hmm. He seems to not be a, an evil, nefarious person like a, a, the rest of uh, the actors in the government, right? I mean, yeah, maybe it could work, right? If you had a moral person in charge at all times, at every position 
from A to B and they stuck to their morals and every dollar they took from you, they spent wisely in a way that benefited you. Right. But that's not reality. That's a utopia. And that will never happen because of what we were saying before. It's not the natural order. People are different. People are greedy. People are evil. Some people are good. Some people suck at their job. So you can't just give a centralized authority control over every fucking aspect of society with there not being an incentive for them to do better because they won't do better. They're not going to give a fuck because that's just the way human nature is. So it's just yeah. it's like it's like a it's like a um like a foolhardy belief to believe in that stuff. And we used to believe in it, man. We did. We went to Bernie's rally and whatnot, you know, but yeah. as you get older, you learn shit. You know, so yeah, you now start to realize uh, what's going on and that how it that it's just not we're not going to benefit from it. Nobody's going to benefit from it. Yeah. Maybe the people it's, who are it's not bizarre doing well. to even I can't believe some of these uh, like these leftist uh, YouTube personalities like a Kyle Kalinske. Right. I mean, all he does is rail all day long at how bad the government is, is at this and how bad they are at that. And then at the end of his his rant, he goes and advocates for an expansion of the government or a nationalization of an industry and give the government more power. It's like, dude, you just fucking railed against them for for an hour. And then your yeah. your answer is to give them more control of everything. That just doesn't make any logical sense. I, I yeah. don't know. So it, it makes me start to question certain people and, and what and they put motives. out and their motives or or their belief structure. I don't know. Maybe they're fucking nefarious actors. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Well, we never know nowadays. But uh, like you said, you know, um, when you started researching and stuff, you're a good researcher. You found something uh, that is worth talking about, and that's the um, the summary of the terrorism threat to the U.S. homeland, uh, the National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin, uh, which is pretty interesting read. Uh, if anybody wants to go read it, it's on the Homeland Security's website. Yeah, yeah. Just type in National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin. Um so I was planning uh, on talking about this on your portion, but we'll we'll, we'll just get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Since here, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I got it up here. Um, I will actually share it for everybody while we are uh, while we are at it. And yeah, this came. This is a bulletin from the National Terrorism Advisory System, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, and it says basically, the United States remains a heightened threat environment, funded fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation uh, introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. Um, it again says down here at point number one, the pro proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. So what they are insinuating here is if you're, sharing or participating online in misinformation, you are a terrorist. That's what they're saying. They're saying it in a little bit more politically correct way, but that's essentially what they're saying. And what is misinformation? What is disinformation, right? Well, that's just whatever the government says is not true or not correct. Whatever the government approved narrative or the state's approved narrative is, anyone who says otherwise, that is misinformation. It doesn't actually mean it's misinformation or whatnot. It's just a fucking propaganda tool. So now if you question or anything, say anything contrary to whatever the government has approved as official state doctrine, you are a terrorist, according to the Department of Homeland Security. This is not a fucking conspiracy theory. I didn't make this shit up. 
This is from their fucking website, dhs.gov. Sorry, and, that was my rant. Go for no, it. No, 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 no. This, this is why I wanted to bring this up. But, but so the, the, even, even number one, I, when I read this, I felt like as if they're losing ground. Yeah. Significantly. And are there people putting out misinformation, saying outlandish shit, conspiracy theories? Yes. Okay, yes. But, but who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Right, who's right? To, who makes here's the, the, the judgment? Here's, yeah. here's the thing. Do you believe in the beginning of this country that the country has been telling you the truth in everything? Right. right. No, of course not. Right. What a foolhardy so, fucking belief to have. Th- there's things just- that came out in the past two years that started out in conspiracy theory. And all of a sudden, now it's coming to light. Now it's true. The science is changing. Yeah, they literally said that. The it's science crazy. is changing. But you cannot question us. You can't a terrorist. And that's you're a terrorist if you do so. So boy, how is this is them losing this, what they put out on this website, calling people, you know, because what we do, what we're doing in, in this actual podcast is talking about politics. Are we gonna get things wrong? Absolutely. We're gonna question the government. The government has lied multiple times. The people have caught them lying. They, the CIA have been involved. They, you don't talk about misinformation. The CIA is culpable of how many fucking instances where they lied to the American people. Yeah, and I mean, you want to talk about people terrorists, the people beneath that's not involved in the government. Yeah, we're citizens, citizens having conversations and sharing things. And, uh, you know, like coming out with opinions on whatnot or putting out facts that they have. You know, like things that they found, maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm not a scientist or whatnot, but, you know, and I don't claim to be. I don't try to put out information that I don't know what I'm talking about. But some people do. Right. Like there are actual doctors who have spoken about things and their shit is claimed as misinformation. Who the fuck determined that? Right. Yeah. Another doctor. What makes that other doctor more right? Because he has the government stamp of approval. Yes. And there are minds. Yes, that's exactly what it does. But is that true? Who knows? Yeah. Right. So. You know, this is fucking funny. This whole thing is, is hilarious, right? And this is going to spin into point two because they are saying if you share misinformation, false stuff, you are a terrorist, right? This so happened to come out within a week of an interesting back and forth by Ned Price. Ned Price is a uh, State Department guy, right? He's like a he's like a Gen Psaki for the for the State Department. And if you're not aware by now, I'm sure you are. There has been this uh, this this like tension in Ukraine between the U- Ukraine, Russia, and the United States. If you want to learn all about that, go to our last one of our last episodes with uh, Scott Horton. He broke the whole thing down for you, which so is I can rehash that. But yeah, um, shout out to you guys. That was a good episode. Thank you, thank you. So, so Ned Price is on here, uh, and he's giving a press conference, and he is talking about the false flag that the Russians are planning, and he is being uh, questioned. I want to give this guy credit. Right. Who the journalist who uh, kind of puts him to task, uh, Matt Lee, I believe, is from the AP. And he questions Ned Price on the false flag accusation. And I'm going to share it for you. Right here. So, again, they're saying we are sharing misinformation, the citizen. And let's see what this whole is about. This whole thing is about. 
And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, Doom Nation? It is Skaggs here, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Two Doom Men podcast. If you like political discussion, guns, beer, movie and TV reviews, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel, and share the show with your friends. That's the best way we can get around Big Tech's algorithm. You can also just go to linktree.com slash men to find everywhere the show has a presence. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Skaggs89. Thank you, everyone, and let's get back to the show. Uh, okay, well, that's a, quite a mouthful there. Um, so you said actions such as these suggest otherwise, suggest meaning they, they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a... What action are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to. Uh, the what fact, action? What? The, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, campaigns. You, know, you made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning well, activity. But, activity. But let me let me because because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, ago. I'm sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? If you let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has already well, taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to, 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 to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they, I mean, this is like crisis actors, really? This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into now. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is I'm going to pause it right there for a minute because, man, you know how at least I love how the guy brings up this is Alex Jones territory style stuff here because that is the first thing that the government usually does to dismiss anybody or anything who accuses uh, or, or, you know, who just says something like, oh, you know, that's some Alex Jones conspiracy theory. So to see that flipped and put right to them that now you're the ones that are doing an Alex Jones conspiracy uh, theory thing is just hysterical. Let's uh, let's keep rolling. Propaganda film in the in in the making. Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know. Okay, well, where where is it? Where where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. No, you made a series of allegations and would statements. You, would you like us to print out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for that, yourself. That's not evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would you like, Matt? I, I, I would like to see some proof that you that 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 that, that you can show that that. Matt, you have that, been that, that shows you, that 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 you, shows that the Russians are doing this. Ned, I've been doing this for. A I long know that time. was my point. As, you as, you as have you, know. you you have been doing this for quite a while. You know I that have. when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. and I we do so in, in a means. In we do and so. I, and, we do so with an eye to protecting that, that sources and methods. Not gonna fall. I, I remember. Did you hear what he just said? What he yes. just said to him? Yes. He goes, yeah. You know, I have been doing this a long time, and I remember WMDs in Iraq. And I remember you guys saying that Kabul will not fall, which is only a sh short couple months ago uh, in uh, in Afghanistan. 
God bless this guy, right? That's yeah. journalism. That is, that is what reporting 100%. is supposed to be. He yes. pull, putting Ned Price to task here. He's following up. He's not letting him get away with the bullshit responses. Um, there's another two minutes here. You want to listen to the rest? Yeah, no, we, we get the gist of it. Okay. He has right. no idea. Declassifying information. You're saying certain things. And then uh, when when you need proof and evidence, all right, tell us specifically what Russia is doing. We need proof. You have no proof. And now you're squirming away from the con- the conversation. And, you know, how many people are tired? That journalist is like, well, hold up. Time out this. I've been seeing this repeated for how many years? This is crazy. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're listening to if you watch that video, the, the body language is not comfortable no. of Ned Price, right? He's squirming. He does not look comfortable. He stutters a couple times. He looks like like he doesn't know how to uh, wiggle his way out of this. But yeah, I mean, his his entire point here is the Russians are planning a false flag attack, which is basically like a, a trick attack to make it seem like the Ukrainians attacked them. If you're not familiar with what a false flag is. Uh, and we have evidence of the Russians planning to do this. And when he's asked, okay, what is the evidence? He, uh, Ned Price goes, that is the evidence, me telling you. That's the evidence. And again, he's asked, where's the report? I, I have the report, me telling you, that's the report. Would you like me to print out the topper? The topper, he means by the topper, he means like, would you like me to print out the transcript of this meeting? So, so the government here is literally telling you, we have absolutely no hard evidence. We have nothing we're going to share with you. You have to just listen to us and our words and take them at 100% complete belief. And they are called to task here by this guy. And it seems like they're lying. However, they will say you are misinformation. If like me and you talking about this right now, we're misinformation. We're terrorists. Meanwhile, that is misinformation. I'm sorry. My mind is made up. He is fucking full of shit. There is no false flag fucking operation being planned. They have no proof. They presented nothing besides a statement. A statement is not proof. That is misinformation. Go ahead. So now based off of the understanding from the uh, and, and from your 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 point of view and based off the National Terrorism Advisory System, the bulletin board that came out mm-hmm. by definition, he's a terrorist. Oh, he's a terrorist. Yeah. Right. The United States government is terrorists. Now, the government, yeah. the, the way the stand, government looks metric. at it, the journalist who is doing his job questioning him by this definition is a terrorist. Right. I mean, it, what world are we living in nowadays? Right. But kudos to Matt Lee for, for actually pressing him mm-hmm. um, and bringing up Kabul. I mean, that's a perfect as recent, like you said. And oh. Yeah, we're fine. They're good. The uh, the the Afghan army is going to take care of it, bro. They bounced. They said, "Yo, we ain't doing this shit." Yeah, we don't want to fight. Crazy. Yeah. Look, look. You know, I I shit on journalists all the time, and I don't give them any credit. He deserves credit. I know. I've listened to a couple other people talk about this. It's like, oh, you know, he just did the bare minimum. That should be celebrated because at least he did the bare minimum, right? In a time where no one's doing jack shit. So yeah, man, that's complete misinformation. And there's and and you can't tell me like there are certain things I've said on previous episodes where you watch some of these press conferences, you watch some of these politicians or just talking heads speak and any normal random person, they don't have to be as in in this shit as I am or you am or the captain is anybody could watch that and be like, that ain't right. Something ain't right there. That doesn't make any sense. Certain things like that are so obvious. Right. So. 
for people who are listening, I've said this before, right? You're not crazy. There's the proof right there. If you ever sometimes doubt yourself and be like, you know what? Maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist and I think and I've looked too much into this and, and I've just gone completely crazy. No, you're not crazy. Watch that fucking video of Ned Price. Ned Price, Matt Lee, go watch it and then you'll know if you're crazy yeah. or not. If you want another good one, I, I played another good one last week. It was of uh, Jen Psaki and she just could not admit that eating uh, healthier and getting healthier was just a good thing in general. Uh, that makes no sense, right? So there's certain things, certain just ways that they out themselves as being completely full of shit that no normal person can watch and be like, yeah, that's that's okay. That makes sense because it doesn't. Yep, it doesn't. And uh, that's we need more journalists like him. Yeah, definitely, man. So I think that is a good point yes. to end part one, which we will be doing part two now on the Last Slice podcast. So I guess we are going to do the funny shit on yes, part two. I, I was setting it up. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we yeah. kind of did the political stuff on, on yeah, part yeah, one, yeah. but that's all right. So uh, yeah, man, shout out the last night's podcast. Where can everybody go to see part two of this? Part two will be on the last Lies podcast, Doughboy, uh, Doughboy's channel. You can head over there. Uh, we'll be listed in the uh, a slice of doom category playlist. Uh, and for audio, you can go to the last Lies podcast and they'll be up and you'll see our cover art, which is that behind me. Wow. I'm dumb uh, right there. And uh, yeah, come on yeah. over. Thank you. I will put the link in the caption below. You just go down there and click it. So thanks, everybody. Everybody for listening. We'll see you again. Later.